Welcome to Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. This is a weekly public affairs program designed to keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Now here's Vin Ebenu with this week's Jersey Shore Journal. And a good evening to you. I hope that you've all had a great weekend and I thank you for joining me tonight to discuss the Jersey Shore. My guest on the show tonight is Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitra. And then Dan Alexander will join us for a look at what's on the Jersey Shore calendar coming up. There is always something to do and somewhere to go in Point Pleasant Beach and not just in the spring and summer, but all year round. Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitcher joined me and Dave Crossan recently on Short Time of Vin and Dave on uh, 94.3 The Point to not just discuss what's ahead for the summer, but what's ahead for the months and years to come, a redevelopment project that's going on in the borough, and then just different things to do over the course of the summer in Point Pleasant Beach and here in Ocean County. Here is that conversation that we had with Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitcher. Lots going on in the borough, as there is all 365 over the course of the calendar year. Uh, certainly special things in the summertime to enjoy. We'll be d- diving into all that and something that's going on or in the works that will affect people in the borough for years to come. Oh, wow. Okay. The redevelopment project. So great things coming up. And, uh, Paul, before we dive in, want to welcome you back on a short time. Great to be back with you guys both. Thank you. So big things happening. I certainly saw the big announcement with the $30 million redevelopment project. So what is this project all about? What will it ultimately bring to Point Pleasant Beach? Well, you know, we've been trying for the last four years since we came into office to make Point Pleasant Beach a true year-round community. Um, one of the, the biggest concerns that we heard from our residents was how quiet things got in the off season. Uh, we were losing some kids in our school system prior to, to COVID. Uh, and, you know, the, the state is, is very hell-bent right now on consolidation as, as well. Uh, so we want to shore that up, literally and figuratively, <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, you know, for us, we wanted to take what roughly was a 50-50 split of full-time homeowners and then 50% part-time and vacation rentals and everything along those lines and try and, and change the direction that that was going in. And we got uh, you know a little bit of a silver lining from the COVID pandemic and, and the uh, resulting remote abilities of most jobs. You know, people don't have to go into the city every single day now. They can go in one day a week or one day a month. So it's right. more viable to live in Point Pleasant Beach. And uh, we spent the last four years putting in a ton of different, uh, we'll call it uh, government devices to try and try and help downtown. You know, we did a business improvement district. Mm. Uh, we did a historic ordinance where we're trying to preserve a lot of the character, but also incentivizing developers to do the right thing as long as it stays within that small town character that, that we're looking for. And uh, we're in the process of a rehabilitation study for downtown uh, as well right now. And that has attracted a ton of developers. We went from 14 vacancies in downtown Point Pleasant Beach when we started uh, to about three now, wow. three true vacancies. Hmm. You might see some storefronts, but they're in the, the zoning process. They have plans drawn up. They're already actively in construction. So it is a building boom in Point Pleasant Beach in terms of renovations and bringing buildings back to their character. And this $30 million project uh, is kind of the crowning jewel of, of all of that because 
you look at a downtown and you say, well, well, what's the recipe for success? If you want to have people coming year-round, what's going to attract them? Uh, Point Pleasant Beach already has great restaurants. I think a lot of people from all over have been coming to enjoy uh, what we have to offer on uh, on that front. A lot of award-winning restaurants, top lists in New Jersey-type restaurants. We've got some great shops as as well, um, but we don't have we don't have a true kind of marquee. Uh, destination for lodging in in the downtown area, and uh, Wyndham Hotels looked at uh, at downtown Point Pleasant Beach and thought it would be perfect for their what they call their trademark brand. Mm. And it's uh, you don't even know it's a Wyndham when you go into this. Mm. Uh, it's all locally branded. It says the Point. Um, yeah, unless you check out and look at your receipt, you wouldn't even know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's only three stories. There's a lot of other buildings downtown that are already as tall, so it's not out of the character of Point Pleasant Beach. Uh, they focused on parking. We've got 71 parking spaces as part of it. Um, another developer joined in. We've got a couple townhomes, some retail aspects of it as well, and it's just high-end all the way around. And so overall, it'll be... What more stores, hotels, businesses kind of in that downtown area? So I think right now what people think of downtown Point Pleasant Beach is when they're driving 35 southbound and they look and they see all of the businesses to the west. Uh, But when people are coming northbound, it's kind of barren right now. Um, you know, we've got uh, the old Point Beach Diner uh, is under construction. Luckily, we got that moving this year. The old Bank of America building has been vacant for four years. Um, the only thing that we really have on that corner is is a gym. Uh, so this is really going to take our downtown and extend it to its old borders because that mm. that Bank of America building used to be the Ocean County Bank mm. back turn of the century time. That was really the heart of downtown. Uh, over the years, it got added on to, and then, you know, as banking has become less personal, they decided to, to jettison <laughs> the building, and it's, it's massive, and it's it's been sitting there. So uh, we have uh, additional parking across the street. The New Jersey Transit lot is right there. So it's going to create a lot of synergy because a lot of people in Point Pleasant Beach get on the train and go to Asbury Park. We think people come and get on the train and, and come downtown and hang out. That's yeah. a great point that you do have the train right there. It takes yep. you right into downtown. So for people that aren't going to Uber but have that ability to get in and out, not worry about parking, that train is a fantastic option. And for the handful of people that are going to live there in these really nice townhomes that they're building, it gives them the ability to jump right on the train and commute to other places if they need to uh, as well. So, But again, it's always a tough recipe. You know, you... you, uh, uh, you have a lot of boxes to check when you're mayor of Point Pleasant Beach. Sometimes it's more like being the head of the homeowners association than being a mayor because, you know, everybody wants it to look a certain way and to make sure that it's right. high quality and that you're not messing with the character of the town. And it takes it takes a ton of work and, quite frankly, developers that see the bigger picture and aren't just trying to maximize square footage. Uh, you know, that's, that's a certain type of developer. I've probably talked to 30 developers since I've been mayor uh, of Point Pleasant Beach. And, you know, when I go through the list of what we're looking for, 95% of them uh, say, oh, yeah, well, wow, that's, that's too much for us. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like dating. You know, you only, you only, care, you only care that you, that you hit the home run in the end with the right one, right? There you go. Yep. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's what we did here. Is there, uh, like, I know things are starting to get planned out and, you know, renderings are coming in, but is there a projected timeline for when you see the uh, townhomes, apartments, hotels, everything kind of getting built and completed? 
Uh, I'd love to have their approval process all done uh, by the end of this year and ground broken by the end of this year. Hopefully, oh, wow. we don't knock on knock on wood. Hopefully, you know we don't have a, a winter where the ground freezes like crazy and you can get get some major work done. Uh, but these guys are motivated. They've got the funding to get the project done really quickly. So, you know, the world's your oyster at that point, right? Uh, that's that's a great point. Yep. And then not just I know you get a lot of visitors, especially in the summertime. But do you expect with when things get completed and built over time that your year-round Point Pleasant Beach residents or those moving to Point Pleasant Beach will grow over time? Definitely, definitely. Look, we're not we're not looking to go vertical as a town, and we're already built out. Mm. So there's a ceiling to what there will be in Point Pleasant Beach, and that's what the residents really want. But the more homes that you turn over that aren't uh, party rentals or, or anything along those lines that go to year-round families, and the more that they have one or two kids that they stick in the school system, that makes a, a, a nice little little difference. And uh, uh, especially in the off season when it gets really quiet, uh, <laughs> it's it's nice to see people in the grocery store. Nice to see people in the restaurants, and and uh, quite frankly, it it makes the the local economy function just so much better because traditionally it's how much money can I make in the summertime? Right. And I just got to hang on in the winter, right? right? Sure. Uh, if people can make some real money in the wintertime, I think that's good for everyone. Uh, last question when it comes to the redevelopment project, how will this affect um, taxpayers and businesses that are already here? Good question. Good question. It's like <laughs> you, you, you threw the softball up right here for me. Um, it, it's just it's just a grand slam because when you look at a project like this, especially in a town like Point Pleasant Beach, and the hardest thing governing right now is just rising costs of everything. Right, you got inflation at six, seven, seven percent. For instance, uh, towns throughout New Jersey this year we're all looking at around a twenty percent increase in healthcare costs. Right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, how do you mitigate that? How do you deal with costs going up every single year and inflation rising and everything like that? When you're a built-out municipality, if you're not built out, you get new rateables every time uh, you know a complex or a warehouse or whatever it may be is is built. So in Point Pleasant Beach, we're trying to look for those opportunities where we can take blighted properties, increase the value of those, and realize the benefit. So the way that we've looked at this in terms of it being a thirty million dollar project and how that's going to increase the value of these properties. We only have a $15 million operating budget in Point Pleasant Beach to begin with, and this is going to add around $400,000 annually to uh, you know, uh, our, our annual budget, which hmm. will help us you know, keep taxes down, which is a really, really big deal. And we're going to try and replicate this on Channel Drive uh, over where uh, Patio Bar and Wharfside right. are and, and, and Spike. So it's a home run. And then when we crunch the numbers in terms of like a 75% occupancy rate at the hotel and then the people that are going to be living in uh, the townhomes as well, we anticipate close to $10 million a year of economic impact. Wow. Because you figure wow. somebody's coming and staying in the hotel, and this isn't going to be a cheap hotel. They have disposable income to go in and uh, buy a painting at one of the galleries downtown, to buy coffee, to buy dinner, to right. buy some drinks. Uh, and uh, and that, that just is in perpetuity, right? $10 million mm -hmm. a year economic impact. That uh, rising tide lifts all ships, right? There you go. That's true. Yeah. So as we get into the summer, I think you said on our short-time show last year, Point Pleasant Beach declared, as you will, seafood capital of New Jersey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
So a lot of great seafood restaurants in Point Pleasant Beach, great places to go grab a beer with some friends. So, I mean, you've got all sorts of great restaurants and businesses, different things to do um, on any given day. But if, you know, it's a hot day or a rainy day, there's plenty to do indoors as well and check out some of the local shops. So uh, what are some of the things that are coming up in Point Pleasant Beach for the summer that people of all ages can enjoy? So lots of great new restaurants always uh, there we go. opening in, in Point Pleasant Beach. Uh, we got this place, Gino's Cheesesteaks, that came in from Staten Uh-oh. Island. You can't miss it. They, these guys had like this wild orange and white sign. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but they definitely know their bread and their cheesesteaks. It's, it's killer. Uh, we got a new coffee shop on, uh, on Ocean Avenue. Uh, we've got uh, a whole host of things coming up. But in terms of, uh, in terms of events, the whole summer is chock full of everything. Wednesday mm. nights, Jenkinson's is bringing back their country concert series. Okay. So it's all like massive country stars like um, uh, Parmalee is playing this year. Uh, Rodney Atkins is oh, wow. playing this hmm. year. Chase yeah. Rice is playing this year. Like, like if you like country music, it's uh, it's absolutely killer. We all just had our summer kickoff concert, by the way. I I, I assume some of your listeners went. Uh, <laughs> it was Flo Rida, which is which is our yeah, our yeah, generation yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and I saw him in college. Yeah, in Sacred Heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, nicest dude ever. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of the songs, if you really listen to the lyrics, they get they get a little dicey. Well, yeah. But uh, but here he is inviting kids up on oh, stage oh, and, awesome. and involving the crowd. He stayed for half an hour really? after the concert, was signing uh, uh, autographs and taking selfies with everybody. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So it's and and I don't I don't want to ruin the surprise or anything like oh, that, boy. but. But uh, Jenkinson's is redoing the whole uh, top floor of the aquarium oh, this wow. year. Okay. So Wally the sloth is going to get unveiled. There you go, Dave. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. They've been hiding him in the back until he has a proper enclosure. Okay. And, uh, okay. and they're they're building that up, and they they're spending a ton of money to make it really look nice. So it's going to be a good cool. destination for families on those rainy days that you talk about. They're in Point Pleasant Beach. They still are going to have something to do. Absolutely. And so great things going on, great things coming, Love lots, lots being built in Point Pleasant Beach as well. Um, what do you? Th- I mean, we've talked how there's great things going on throughout the course of a given year, but what do you think makes Point Pleasant Beach so popular and such a special destination for people in the summer? Whether they're living in Point Pleasant Beach, Ocean County, or outside, they're like, we got to get to Point Beach. Another another tee up. This is this is a great question. So, I have. I have traveled pretty extensively for work, and you know I've been over seventy different countries. And, you know I've seen I've seen the world, and I can definitively say that I think Point Pleasant Beach in the Jersey Shore is like the greatest place out there. <laughs> and and you, you okay? So that sounds silly. That no, sounds hey, silly, hey, right? Okay, like it, look, okay. Italy is awesome. Some of these places right. are are phenomenal and everything. Like sure. That. Um, and do I wish it would be a lot a lot warmer in February and January? Oh, of I could course. eat outside. I mean, that would yes. be nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, in New Jersey, especially the Jersey Shore, you get real people, right? They tell yeah. you they, they're, they're, they're not they're not jerks. They just tell you what's yeah. on their mind, right. right? You know where you stand with somebody <laughs> here, and uh, and that sense of community 
is an important one, right? And mm. that's what makes Point Pleasant Beach thrive. That's what really, really, I think, attracts people. Um, you know, now when you're looking to go someplace, you want genuine character, yeah. right? You don't want it to be fake. You go out to the right. Midwest and stuff like that, and they have like these fake town squares that they built <laughs> up, and they all look the same, and it's stuck <laughs> or whatever. You know, there's real history in our town. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's over 150 years old, mm-hmm. and, and the buildings show that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's built out, but it still feels small at the same time. Obviously, you have uh, the beach and the boardwalk. You have your own school system there, which is, which is important. But for a town of 4,500 people, the fact that I have 60 or 70 of them who volunteer on the rec committee and another wow. 50 that volunteer on the senior committee great. and another 50 that volunteer on the arts committee. We just had an arts gal. Anytime you turn somewhere, we have a different community event going on that gets you through the slow times and the quiet quiet season, and that's that's why I think it's the best. Have you seen, over the course of the last, I guess, three-plus years since the pandemic, more people either moving to Point Pleasant Beach or renting out properties or just coming here longer for summer vacations? Because a lot of companies, even now, um, have either somewhat of a hybrid schedule or allow you to work remotely. Um, and if you're allowed to work remotely, a lot of people are saying, why don't I just work by the beach? It was like instantaneous. So when COVID started and the lockdown started, I mean, you started seeing the New York license plates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> immediately. It was like, it just got announced. You see them in the driveways already. <laughs> and I think an appreciation for places like our town that are friendly and safe. You know, what's happening in some of the cities right now is not not the greatest, and we're, we're insulated a lot here in Ocean County, Monmouth County, and the Jersey Shore in, in general. And I think there's a newfound appreciation for that, that, you know, it's not just a place you come to a couple weekends a year, but it's a place to raise your family, yeah. right? Uh, world world's crazy right now, and to know that you have some place that your kids are going to be safe, whether that's just on vacation or whether it's year round, is a, is a big deal. So uh, we have seen we have seen a uh, an uptick in people moving down year round, and we're trying to capitalize on that. Have you seen a lot of people come more to Ocean County? Ocean County always a popular summer destination for people to come from Northern Jersey, Southern Jersey, out of state to spend their summers at the Jersey Shore because of the beaches and the boardwalks and the restaurants and great entertainment uh, venues and events that are going on that more people are continuing to come to Ocean County because of all that Ocean County has to offer. Totally. Um, and you, your, your listeners can fact check me on this, but I'm 95% sure that we're the only county in New Jersey that's growing. Um, you know, you look at New Jersey and it's one of those... Uh, uh, outward migration states where, mm. uh, you know, a U-Haul costs a lot more expensive to rent here and take to Florida <laughs> than it does to, the, you know, it's all dynamic pricing. Right, right. Rent in Florida right. and to take here, right? Uh, That's a good point. And, That's a good point. Uh, and, and Ocean County is is bucking the trend, right? And, and I think people have an appreciation for staying closer to home. The fact that you know, we're somewhat equidistant from Philadelphia as we are New York City. Yeah, makes very it true. A, a good destination for the tri-state area, the safety factor. And you know what? When I was a kid, 
Well, as a kid, I've always felt like Ocean County was maybe five, ten years behind the times in terms of you know <laughs> when the smoothie trend happened. You know, it's coming in five years or so, right back then. Right. But we've caught up, right? You yeah. Know, the, the restaurants that we have here, the things that we have to offer, the quality of lodging. Uh, all of that stuff is on par with anybody else. In fact, I saw an article in Bloomberg okay. uh, this past week, and it talked about, and it was wild to, to read, considering you know, I'm a blue-collar guy, grew up in a blue-collar family and mm. everything like that. They're saying the Jersey Shore is the new luxury destination. There you go. Wow. And, uh, and I was like... Ah, that's good and that's bad because you don't want you don't want to price anybody anybody out either. Right, and, right. And you've already seen that in some regard. Mm. You know, when I was when I was a kid, you were a school teacher. You know, uh, you know, a cop, a first responder. You could easily buy a, a, a beach vacation home. You know, in the Ortley Beach area or Normandy or you know, right. get a bungalow yeah. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And now you look at the prices of some of these. Some of these things, and it's like it's astronomical, and, it, yeah. and it's through the roof. It's crazy, and, and that's that's tough. That's that's tough because as we get more popular, the the pricing of all of that goes up as as well, and we got to find a way to mitigate that for sure. Uh, last question for you is: you know, summer safety in the, in the police department in Point Pleasant Beach always does a phenomenal job in protecting everybody and keeping everybody safe. But what are some things that you'd like to get out there? not just for residents of Point Pleasant Beach, but anybody visiting Point Pleasant Beach, whether it's to the beaches, the boardwalks, anywhere, to make sure that everybody's being... And I had we had this conversation with uh, Barnegat Police Chief Keith Germain a couple weeks ago. I was t- joking with him. I said, you know, it's possible to be both safe and responsible and have fun all at the same time this summer. I mean, what, what are some things you want people to know this summer? That's exactly it. And, and Vin, I'm, I'm sure that law enforcement all across your listening area appreciates how you highlight some of these issues and, and show yeah. what's going on. And, and that's important. And in Point Pleasant Beach, again, another great thing, doesn't matter if it's a Republican, Democrat or independent. They all have we support our Point Pleasant Beach police signs on the front yard. They all recognize that. You know, we want a safe community. And, you know, we're a melting pot, right? We go from forty five hundred people in the off season to 50,000 in town on a busy day, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and that's from all over the tri-state area, right, from right. big cities and small towns, yeah. and we love that, and that's what, what keeps our economic engine, engine thriving. But we expect people, when you come to Point Pleasant Beach, that you understand and abide by our rules, right? And, um, you know, I, as someone who had a speech therapist when I was in kindergarten, Mrs. Carberg, because I used to say my F is like this, uh, I have an announcement that plays every half an hour on the boardwalk telling people, welcome to Point Pleasant Beach. It's always a great day here at the Jersey Shore. And then it goes through. Don't smoke. Don't drink. Uh, you know, don't be, uh, you know, don't be a belligerent uh, jerk while you're right. here either. Right. Uh, they're, they're reasonable things because as a family destination, uh, that includes children. And there's a time and place for everybody to go have fun. Back Mm -hmm. a Tiki Bar, back a Jenkinson's. It's all self-contained. But we don't want you blasting your, uh, you know, shoulder-held boombox, you know, and (laughs) and whatever latest curse-filled song on the boardwalk any more than we want you, you know, vaping marijuana and blowing it in somebody's face. Right. Or walking down the boardwalk with a bottle of Tito's in your hand, right? And uh, I can tell you... 
uh, our cops are, are not hesitating to write those kinds of tickets. And if you don't pay attention to the rules, you're going to get a very interesting souvenir in the form of a court appearance <laughs> and an expensive <laughs> fine in Point Pleasant Beach. And, and that's just the way that, that we view things because uh, I think uh, families from all walks of life want to come somewhere where they can feel safe and, yeah, and know that, that their kids are going to have a good time. Excellent. Great stuff going on in Point Pleasant Beach now, over the summer, and over the next few years as well. For the inside scoop on what's going on in this Ocean County borough, Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitcher, thanks for coming on. Great to be on again, guys. Can't wait to see you again soon. Thank you so much. Check out the summertime events and more in Point Pleasant Beach this summer. Rainy day, hot day, whatever. Go to Point Pleasant Beach this summer and check it out. Thanks again to Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitcher for coming on the show. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. Now for a look at what else is going on this week and coming up across the Jersey Shore, here is Dan Alexander with a look at the Jersey Shore calendar for the week and the weeks ahead. Good evening, Dan. What's going on? Vin, coming up Saturday, the Red Bank River Center hosts their Red Bank Classic 5K charity event in downtown Red Bank starting at 8.30 to benefit the Red Bank Family YMCA. Also on Saturday, Associated Humane Societies host their Pause for a Cause adoption event at the Anderson and Campbell Funeral Home located at 703 Main Street in Toms River from 11 till 2, featuring animals up for adoption from the Popcorn Park Zoo. And coming up Saturday the 24th, Island Heights Volunteer Fire Company Number 1 hosts their Summer Brew 2023 at the Wanamaker Municipal Complex from 4 until 10 with a huge selection of foreign, domestic, and local craft beers, food trucks, and live entertainment. To get your nonprofit club or organization's event listed on the community calendar, click the submit link at the top of the community calendar page on this station's website. For Jersey Shore Journal, I'm Dan Alexander. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. Well, it's time for me to say goodbye and goodnight, but we do have a full look at what's going on in Jersey Shore news on our free Town Square Media family of apps here in Monmouth and Ocean Counties. It'll be a great summer ahead indeed here at the Jersey Shore. Hope you've had a great weekend. Hope you have a great week ahead, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. This has been Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue, a public affairs presentation of Town Square Media. Join us again next week as we keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. If you have a story you'd like us to cover on Jersey Shore Journal, please email the host, vin.avenue at townsquaremedia.com. <laughs>